Blog Talk Radio. Hey there, welcome to Access Talk with Trish, a 30-minute weekly online radio segment dedicated to examining the good, the bad, and the reality of accessibility in our communities. And I'm your host for the show, Trish Robichaud, disability awareness coach, author, facilitator, and motivational speaker, a woman with a disability, but definitely not a disabled woman. The Access Talk with Trish radio show can be heard live on Wednesdays at 1130 Eastern Time at accesstalkwithtrish.com. Or you can listen to past show recordings on demand at any time at the same address or on iTunes if that's how you roll. The show is brought to you by Changing Paces, an accessibility consulting firm that simplifies disability legislation for organizations that think they don't have the time or money for compliance. Visit changingpaces.com and nurture a culture of inclusion where everyone matters. And that brings us to today's guest. Armed with a Bachelor of Commerce, Martin Sharney found his first niche and passion selling real estate in South Africa. He became one of Johannesburg's top five real estate brokers, employing 40 real estate agents over a quarter of a century. Then in 1999, not knowing a single person in the area, Martin immigrated to Toronto, of all places. He was the first licensee to sign up with a factor known as Liquid Capital and sold his very successful business to his licensors in 2005. Wow, great. From there, Martin built Money on Tap, Inc., acting as a professional finance resource consultant. He represents 10 different forms of business and personal finance, such as factoring of accounts receivable, order pur- purchase order financing, merchant cash advances, small business loans, and personal secured and unsecured loans. Martin's a family man with five children and many grandchildren. He's an avid golfer, reads fishes, flies kites, travels extensively, swims every week, and is deeply religious. His youngest daughter, Mary, although healthy, has Down syndrome. She's quite bright, and Martin has to admit that he seldom beats her at games. Being the exceptional parent advocate that he is, Martin got Mary a job at the Kosher Sobeys in Thornhill so she can walk to work from her mother's home two blocks away. Since January 2014, Martin has been back in his favorite activity, using a team of professionals to enable low down payment and bruised credit prospects to buy homes, townhouses, and condos through his newest business, Home to Own, or H2O for short. Welcome, Martin. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Trish. Nice to be with you. Let's start with H2O, Martin. Tell me how you're making home ownership accessible for people who don't have a big down payment or have maybe not have such great credit. Well, to start off with, we're targeting certain specific buyers who have got challenges with either down payments or credit. Um, they need to have a good combined annual gross income. Well, they choose their property and they get so excited when they finally realize that they can buy a property because they've they felt because they weren't qualified by the traditional sources, they would be sentenced to a life of uh, being a tenant. And uh, viewing their 
the big tides of price increases um, swallowing them up around them, and that was really a, a sadness for them. But through our program, we enable them to choose their own property anywhere in southern Ontario. We find the most popular sweet spot prices goes from, let's say, five hundred to uh, seven hundred thousand dollars. They move into the house and they pay all the ex all the expenses of the investor who we introduce. Says the investor is on title, the occupant is in the house paying all the expenses of the mortgage, taxes, insurance. Right. And they have a three-year breathing space in which to save any shortfall and improve their credit during the three-year period. Ah. They're, certainly, they're certainly not considered as tenants, but they're occupants. And they have an undertaking, an obligation to close, to transfer the property into their names within three years. So, for instance, if they're short of uh, $36,000, okay. uh, they would save 1000 bucks a month. $36,000 divided by 36 is 1000 For the protection of the occupants, the present purchase price does not escalate more than approximately two and a half or three percent. So there's a difference between the present purchase price and the future purchase price, mm -hmm. but not more than about, I'm going to put the word about in there, three percent annual increase. And that small increase is very motivational for the occupants because they know that the actual market prices around them is at least five, six, ten, twelve, fifteen percent per annum. Crazy amounts, yeah. Yeah, crazy. So even though there's only a two and a half to three percent escalation, the investors are happy enough because they earn an adequate return. Um, what's adequate? I don't know, 20% plus. And they're on title, but they're often saying, what if prices go down? Mm -hmm. So there's a risk, yes, to some extent for both. But, I mean, obviously, if the occupant is strong enough financially, he doesn't need home to own. H2O, he can, take, he can close immediately and he doesn't need us. Um, but very often... They, are, they get so excited to know that they can, in fact, go ahead and choose their own property. And in addition for the, their protection, we send them to an in-house credit counselor on a continuous basis throughout the three-year period to make sure that they're, that they're living according to a budget, which they set with the credit counselor. And they have to submit... Uh, Equifax credit report, which they get themselves, so it's a soft hit. It doesn't affect their credit adversely when they do it themselves. Mm -hmm. But they have to submit this credit application to to Iris so that she can monitor and help and advise throughout the period, motivate them to live within their budget. That's so that fascinating. 
that's fascinating, Martin. Not only does not only does this give access to home ownership to people who have bad credit or don't have the down payment they need, um, but it also puts them on the path to financial literacy. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes people are their own worst enemy. We've heard that saying before, but it's true. We sometimes crack the whip and say, hey, um, you, you spent an extra 500 bucks last, last month. You're going to be late on your credit card payments. Um, tell me why. How can we help you get back in, back into uh, line? Because we need their credit to go from, let's say, 500, believe it or not, to 700 within three years. Mm-hmm. And if they don't submit credit reports or bank statements so we can help them, they could be in default. This is a serious, transparent, fair, decent, and ethical program. I and hear, I hear you. We, that, that's amazing. We do not take on people that we feel cannot make the grade and behave themselves. And con- we do not want defaults. We don't want women and children evicted out in the street. As much as investors sometimes are motivated to cancel, to prove that, I take part of my fee right at the end, if not if, when there's a successful closing. If there's a default, I walk away from that end bit of my fee to show good faith to the investor. Mm I also motivate the occupants to take out and assign life insurance policy. What does that do? That helps both the investor get his money back, cancel his mortgage, and occupants, um, let's say he passes away, she gets a free house paid for by Manulife, or one of the insurance companies we deal with. And it's very cheap. It's, it's a 10-year first-to-die term policy. 10-year term first-to-die. Which means that if he's 40 and she's 35 and they're both clever enough to be not on smokers, the premium is 70 bucks, $70 a month. And if he passes away, she gets a free house or vice versa. Mm-hmm. If they both pass away, the estate or the kids or the beneficiary gets the free house. Mm-hmm. And originally, everybody thought I was crazy, saying, why should I take out a policy and assign it collaterally to the investor who I don't even know? So I said, guess why? Because if your husband dies and you cannot make the payments, you are in default, which will probably result in your eviction. And besides, I believe in life insurance. And if I see there's all sorts of advantages to it, and the sooner people take out life insurance, the better. Not that I'm selling. I'm not licensed to sell life insurance. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not life, licensed to sell real estate. That is why. But you work ha- with a team of professionals. Yeah, I've got an in-house team of professionals that do it all for me. I do not sign any documents. I do not take buyers around to see properties. I do not negotiate with uh, sellers. The realtor takes my investor and represents my investor negotiating with the listing agent who represents the, the seller. 
Fascinating. That is just such such a crafty uh, deal that you've put together. Um, certainly mm-hmm. very exciting for homeowners that have not been um, have not found homeownership accessible to them because of, as you said before, you know the, the bad credit or no down payment or uh, just poor lifestyle choices. And I'm sure yeah. that we count many of us on that list. And uh, on we go. Um, another, another derivative, if I may add, is that if there's a divorcing, separating couple, and she with the children, let's say as an example, wants to stay on in the matrimonial house, then we enable her to do that by bringing one of our investors to buy the matrimonial house. Let's say the house is worth 700 Let's say there's a mortgage of 400 so there's $300,000 of equity, which is split $150,000 each. Mm-hmm. So she keeps her $150,000 out of which she can draw the monthly payments so that she is enabled during the three-year period to get a job, improve her credit, and buy her house back within three years Wow! from our investor in a normal H2O uh, format. Fascinating. So some uh, family lawyers love that idea, and um, that's another derivative, as I call, as I call it, of, of the H2O idea. H2O stands for water, and water is the nourishing main ingredient of life, family life, home ownership life, financial life. Without water, we don't have anything. And how perfectly H2O also symbolizes home to own. That's it. Love it. Love it. Speaking of families, I understand you have a daughter with a disability, Mary, who has Down syndrome. I also know you helped her get a job within walking distance of her home. How did that happen? Well, she went to Zarenu, which is a um, school for um, challenged physically and mentally challenged people, kids. And uh, they saw to it that she got various jobs during her adult school years. And she's loved by everybody. She's always smiling and they give her a high five and they say, don't forget to take uh, some pop on your way home. And she calls me when it's very hot or raining or snowy and, and I go and pick her up. It's two or three blocks away. And how how did it happen? I went to see John, the manager at Kosher Sobeys in Thornhill. I said, John, I know that you have some special needs adults pushing the trolleys and doing this and doing that. And I have a Down's daughter and I want you to think of giving her a job. So he said, okay, bring her in. We'll interview her. I've got her the, the uniform, the black and white and the the hairnet and the special shoes, and now she's working every Tuesday in the um, what's it called, the bakery department, and Wonderful. she loves it. She's putting stampless prices on. I don't know, but she's very embarrassed when I come and see her. Oh, really? As a parent advocate, what advice can you give other parents who are not so sure how to handle the preconceived assumptions that people have about people with disabilities? I would say that 
depending on the disability, it could be a challenge, but I was shocked when I heard people ask me, why didn't you send her straight from the, the hospital where she was born to a home of having her adopted? I was shocked. I personally have never felt a single day's weight on my shoulders of responsibility and difficulty in having her as our daughter. She's wonderful. She's always smiling and she's always happy. And she, Dad, are you sure? You're not too busy to pick me up. And uh, she's a real delight. Sure, there's nothing like a normal child. But parents should. Look, I can never tell parents what to do, but um, it is not as bad. I know, I know parents with seriously disabled uh, children that have managed getting um, uh, nannies to help over the years and somehow we have to believe that there's a reason for it and we have to accept that whatever is thrown at us, um, whatever's put on our shoulders, we can handle, we can deal with because there's always others around us that have got much heavier packages than no we do. Very well put, very well put. We're going to go to a commercial break now. Um, Martin, I um, thank you for sharing about Mary. We'll talk a little bit later about her again. After the commercial break, we're going to rejoin Martin, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this fascinating financial services that he provides. Devon has been with his company for over five years, since before his legs started giving him trouble. He loves his job, he's great at it, and he plans to stay with the company till retirement if possible. Problem is, it's getting difficult for him to walk from his desk to the washroom. His supervisor, Aisha, lets Devon know that she's noticed he's having some trouble. She suggests they move his desk closer to the entrance and the washroom. Devon is relieved and agrees. This is an example of a basic accommodation that helps make a workplace inclusive. Did you know that 50% of accommodations don't cost a dime and 80% cost $500 or less? The inclusion of people with disabilities in the workforce is the best answer to our current labor shortages. And making businesses accessible to customers with disabilities sees you tapping into their $32 billion spending power. Sound good? Then let a changing paces, warm, and friendly expert take you by the hand and walk you through the steps to making your business accessible to everyone. Visit us at changingpaces.com today. Okay, Martin, let's talk about your financial services for your business owners and how you can make funds accessible to just about any business. Okay, so that uh, arm of my keeping myself out of mischief is known as money on tap. And it's exactly what it is. We have representations of about eight or ten different types of financial products. We have, um, we have to find clients, companies, and individuals that need various kinds of medication. Uh, my wife calls me a doctor of financial pain. And we say that um, when the bank says no, which sometimes does take them six weeks to say no, we say yes. And it sometimes takes us only one week or less to say yes to various um, types of financing. To give you an example, 
um, factoring of accounts receivable and purchase order funding is a multi-billion dollar business. Banks do not do factoring and uh, there's at least eight different factoring companies that I represent. How about so give, in really simple terminology? Okay, a really simple... What factoring is. Factoring is, as an example, take Joe, the cabinet maker. He's a furniture manufacturer. As he delivers his dining room suite to the Bay or to Walmart, the factor, the factoring company, pays 80% of the gross invoice to the client, to the, to the furniture manufacturer. Mm -hmm. So let's say the invoice is 10,000. So within 24 hours of delivery of the dining room suite to the Bay, the furniture manufacturer client will have injected electronically $8,000 into his bank account. When the Bay pays the 10,000 with, within let's say 60 days is their terms, the factor will refund the 20% reserve or hold back less its fee. So let's assume its fee is, I don't know, one and a half percent for 30 days. And let's assume 60 days is a payment. So out of the 20% reserve that is held back, the 3% is deducted and the 17% is given to the client. So he's had 80% within 24 hours plus 17% refund, which is 97 and the factor gets three. But the client furniture factory needs that money as soon as possible to pay his wages and his suppliers. He can't afford to wait 60 days to get paid. No, it's impossible. That's right. But the Bay has to wait because they don't want to have to pay for it until they've sold it. So it's all money within money deals that I'm doing. Gotcha. Factoring helps the client become a lot more competitive and helps him grow his business three times faster. Because he can now go around to these big buyers and say, hey, guys, you need your terms, 45, 60 days, you got it. But do me a favor, give me a, throw me a bone. Give me a couple of hundred thousand dollars worth of orders because I can give you the terms. He's got leverage now. Yeah, you got it. Beautiful, beautiful. Tell me, are your services, are they, are they highly personalized to accommodate the unique situation of every client? Yes, because we have to be, I'm just talking about factoring. I've got nine other different types of, but let's just dwell on this thing that we started with this. But yeah. yes, for instance, with factoring, we have to be, or the factor has to be in first position assignment on the GSA, the General Security Agreement. If he has a line of credit with the bank, we have to pay off that line of credit. Normally the line of credit, yes, is cheaper, but it's inadequate because the banks in their conservative nature only look at the history of the financials. We don't care too much about what happened yesterday. We care about his future and his, and his customers. Who is going to pay us back? What is the spread of risk versus the concentration? And what is the prospect for this client going from let's say 50,000 a month to 250,000 a month based on who are his customers. If we feel his customers are not strong enough, then we can sell him what's called trade credit insurance, which means if one of his customers don't pay because they go bankrupt or whatever, and then the factor is not at risk and the client is not at risk. The oh my goodness. The insurance company takes the, takes the knock, but they adjust their premiums accordingly and they, they know what they're doing. Of course. You have every trick in the bag. I love that in the, the financial end, you've 
found a way to cover off just about any situation. Um, you're making the, these finances accessible to people who wouldn't normally have access to financing. Including um, startups, because startups are generally a pariah to the banks. The right. banks say, we're not going to lend you a hundred grand, forget it. Uh, you've got to have at least three years worth of consecutive profits in your financials. But we don't care if they're startups, as long as they bring us a decent company, under 90 day company receivable from a credit approved customer. Sure, we'll pay him as soon as he delivers the goods. Right. Now, very often clients go down to Vegas, they pick up a product, it's manufactured in China, and believe it or not, they get it sold. They bring us a PO, a purchase order, from a big buyer whose credit is undoubted, say Home Depot or Canadian Tire, anybody who's got good enough credit. That enables us to pay the Chinese supplier or the supplier in Bangladesh or wherever they may exist in the world. So our client does not need to lay out a penny. Based on the purchase order funding that we can provide to the client supplier, and we can give the terms that are necessary uh, so that the customer can have his 30, 60, or 90 days, everybody's happy. The client makes a lot of money knowing that he doesn't have to lay out anything. Well, except maybe an, an initial once-off setup fee of uh, who knows what, 1,000 or 1,500 for the lawyers to set him up as a client. Wonderful. You guys have thought of everything. Tell me, as a summary here, Martin, what do you think as a society we can keep in mind on a daily basis to minimize barriers uh, to accessibility? So, in terms of Mary, how does how does she tackle barriers? How do you help her tackle barriers? And what do you think as a society we can all keep in mind to minimize barriers? Mary, Mary has her own, her name is Muriel, Muriel Fager, not Mary. Mary, M-I-R-I for short. Mm -hmm. But she has her own safety net to prevent tripping over barriers in that she has a pretty strict routine. If I ask her, Marie, don't you want to come up with daddy for um, breakfast or lunch? No, dad, I really am. I'm tied up. I'm busy. Um, so she sticks to her routine for her protection. And she doesn't like to be too adventurous because therein lies some traps. And uh, she's happy with her routine. She does some reading. She watches TV. She, she keeps the Jewish Sabbath, which means she doesn't switch on lights or watch TV and that time and it's more of a family oriented thing and people are more or less now saying put your cell phone away. She knows that, that it's not our rules, it's the rules that she brought up with not to use her electronics from Friday night to end of the Jewish Sabbath, Saturday night. So she has a whole bunch of safety nets as you want to call them to help her give her a, um, a routine of interest, different routines each day. But and, you're saying um, the key here is the routine. Yeah, she likes her routine. It's not like us so-called normal people who don't mind uh, the odd surprise. Uh, I put the word normal in quotation marks. There was a, a famous Rebetzin, that means a, fam a famous female rabbi, who spoke about how she watched an egg and spoon race of a challenged kid. And one kid fell over, tripped, while she was you know, halfway through. And guess what? All the other children stopped, turned around, and went back to help her up. They weren't interested in winning the race as much as they were interested in being helping. a bench, helping, mm -hmm. helping other of their colleagues get up and continue the race. 
That's what's Beautiful. important. Beautiful. And then, and then they say, uh, they are not normal. We normal people say, they are not normal. I ask you, who's normal? Us mm -hmm. or them? Yeah, and I, I appreciate the word average. Um, I don't like to think in terms of normal and not normal. I think in terms right. of average, the average person or of average ability. Exactly. Um, Martin, if our listeners want to know more about what you do uh, or interested in your finance services, how can they get a hold of you? 416-524-5518. Um, my website is moneyontap.ca, moneyontap.tap. And... Um, and your email address? My email is martincharney at gmail.com. Fabulous. Well, that tops it off for this week. Thank you so much, Martin. It's been a pleasure having you. I've so enjoyed talking about uh, your making financial uh, services available to people with all abilities and uh, hearing all about your daughter. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me, Trish, and keep up all your good work and uh, all your good influences on those people that are challenged. Thank you, Martin. And thank you, our listeners, so much for joining us for today's episode of Access Talk with Trish, a 30-minute weekly online radio segment dedicated to examining the good, the bad, and the reality of accessibility in our communities. Please join us again next week at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. This show is brought to you by Changing Paces, an accessibility consulting firm that simplifies disability legislation for organizations that think they don't have the time or money for compliance. Visit changingpaces.com and nurture a culture of inclusion where everyone matters. Thank you so much. Till next time, take self-care seriously and God bless.